0: Today on Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet, we're talking about Wrecking Ball! Hey everybody and welcome to the Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet. It is the only podcast on the internet where we talk about Wrecking Ball and all <laughs> of Bruce Springsteen's other songs that came before it and the couple that come after it in the alphabet. I'm J.B. Clark. I'm joined, as always, by Rob Carmack. Rob Carmack, how are you doing today?
1: J.B., I'm ready to talk about Wrecking Ball if you've got the guts, mister. If you've got the balls.
0: You gonna come in here with your opinions and say that this podcast can't stand strong? Well, I've got one thing to say to you, mister. You bring on that Wrecking Ball. Yeah. So yeah, we're talking <laughs> about Wrecking Ball. I love this song. I'm pumped. <laughs> I know you do.
1: Okay, so let's 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 do some basic facts, and then you can just gush. How about that?
0: Mm, that sounds so good to me.
1: I know it does. So this song has, um, has a couple of different release dates. The actual original release date of this song was the year 2009. It was written in 2009 prior to a series of East Street band shows at Giant Stadium in Newark, New Jersey, at a trip as a tribute to the venue, which was about to be demolished. So because in, in 2009, the, the city demolished the original Giant Stadium. And then rebuilt it as MetLife Stadium, which is where it is now in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Um, so a- as a way to sort of – for the city to sort of say farewell to the stadium, Bruce was going to – Bruce and the East Street Band were going to do some shows there. And Bruce wrote a song for the stadium, and this was the song, Wrecking Ball. And then he, re- he recorded it live. Like, the original recording was not a studio recording. It was, it was a live one that he had done at the sh- at, at the venue. And um, in later, he actually dedicated another live version of the song with revised lyrics to the closing of the Spectrum in Philadelphia. So basically, that's he went right. on, like a little mini tour of condemned venues before they were torn down and played the song. <laughs> so basically, it's like who's who's tearing down a venue? I'll come and play the song and I'll change the lyrics to make it like make your city feel special. So that's what he did in uh, Newark and in Philadelphia.
0: Um, so he had, he had played the Spectrum. To be fair, he had some history with the Spectrum. It wasn't just like. <laughs>
1: No, yeah, I mean, it's not like he was doing, like,
0: yeah. <laughs> everywhere.
1: It's not like he was going to go, like, Kegel The Jackson Park
0: Coliseum! Yeah.
1: Now, yeah, now we're going to Doritos Hall, or where, like, he was, yeah, j- just, just Giant Stadium in the Spectrum, so. Um,
0: the Ameritrade Reek here in Sioux Falls, <laughs> South Dakota. Here in Oslo, Norway. <laughs> um, so, anyway, um. The
1: live single from the Giant Stadium performance, and there was a music video also that came along with it, were released in 2009. And uh, fun note, by the way, I was at the very first E Street Band show at the new Giant Stadium in 2012 where he played this song again. So he played the song in 2009. They demolished the stadium. Three years later, 2012, the stadium, MetLife Stadium, is open. It's the new spot for the Giants. Bruce is on the Wrecking Ball Tour. My wife gets me tickets to go to East Rutherford to see Bruce on the Wrecking Ball Tour, and he plays the song as if to say, they tore it down, but we're still here. It was pretty rad. Yeah. Um, So I have seen the song live. Actually, I I think I may have seen it twice, but I definitely saw it that that night in the Meadowlands. Um, And the most recent performance of the song was February 25th, 2017 in Auckland, New
0: Zealand. Man, to to see this song live would be so cool.
1: Well, and to see it in Jersey, because, I mean, if you ever go see Bruce Springsteen in New Jersey... They know he's from there. They know he's played a billion shows. But literally every single time he makes any reference to a geographical space near them, they go bananas. So not only does everybody scream when he says, I was raised out of steel in the swamps of – when he says Jersey, everybody goes nuts. But also when he says, now my home's here in these meadowlands, they do it again. And when he says the Giants play the game, they do it again. Like people basically he, – he'll he'll, he'll he'll sing a line and then everybody in the stadium will be like, Aah! like they love it they love
0: this song in the meadowland jersey is like texas and california a little bit in that anyone who meets anyone else who is from that state they immediately just start telling each other how far towns are from other towns yeah (laughs) the exception of california being (laughs) perfectly uh depicted in the in the sketch the californians snl you don't talk about how far cities are from each other you talk about which routes and the traffic on those routes to get from city to city that's
1: right
0: yeah so jersey loves to talk about jersey like Jersey.
1: <laughs> well, and that's—I would argue that—that that is because of Bruce Springsteen. I would argue that there was not a lot of Jersey pride until Bruce, until Bruce Springsteen made New Jersey like the, this mythical wonderland in his music.
0: Well, yeah. What's the Chris Gethard on his podcast? And he was having someone from like Jersey called in. That they spent the whole podcast just trying to guess. Which, like, blockbuster they had both been to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny.
0: So anyway, so this song, it was released
1: as a single in 2009, as a live single and music video. And then it was released again as a studio cut in 2012 on the album titled Wrecking Ball. In fact, it was... I'm not going to lie. This song came out, and I knew it when it came out. But then when it was announced that Bruce was going to put out a new album and it was going to be called Wrecking Ball, there was a part of me that was like, oh, man, like we already have Wrecking Ball. Because that was a signal that, oh, we're going to like the title song is a song that's already been released, which to me was like, I was concerned that this was just going to sort of be like a phoned in legacy band kind of move. And I'm not going to lie it, or I, and I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was pleasantly surprised when the album came out that it was as good as it was, you know, like I, he, I, I was worried that he was signaling that this was not going to be anything like interesting or original. And I could
0: not have been more wrong. That This album was very, very good. So one of the, yeah, one of the most original albums it's the most original album on the back half of his career, in my opinion. When does that start? Um, <laughs> well, depending, you'll agree with me or disagree with me depending on where I put magic, which side of that timeline I put magic on.
1: Yeah, the back half. I mean, you could argue that the back half of his career begins with The Rising.
0: Yeah. You, I almost think it's a little bit before that.
1: Yeah, this is not. Um, wait, no, no. <laughs> most original is a difficult. That, that's a difficult thing to qualify, record. but anyway. So anyway, all that to say, no. But oh, anyway. Although, okay. First of all, no, it isn't, and the reason is because original implies all new material, and that this song is on there by definition means that this is not his most original song in the back half of his career. Because okay, the song okay. already okay. existed.
0: Okay. All, right. all right, all right. Anyway, thank you. Here's why it was so transcendent, though, because the song is a single that he played at stadium closings. Is about stadium closings and nostalgia. Yes. Uh, but whenever you put it on a super politically charged album about being uh, pumped to be from where you're from, but unhappy with the status quo, then this song is no longer just about stadiums. It is about America, and it is about you, and it is about me. And at that point, it totally changes.
1: Absolutely. Well, and this it's the same as My City of Ruin. Like My City of Ruin, he wrote for like uh, like his old high school, I think. Right. Like he, he it was before 9-11 even happened. And it was just right. about like sort of like the place you grew up in and like watching watching your your childhood sort of decay. And then all of a sudden he puts it on at the end of The Rising and it's about like the um, the resilience of New York and like the the notion of rising up. Like so, yeah, I think that started out as sort of just the small commentary on a local thing became this giant universal anthem like the, this song is not unlike that in that way. Yeah. Well, let's talk music. Let's talk, so specifically the music in the the studio version from the, from the album. Um, what what I, I know there's there's some violin, there's some trumpet. Um,
0: yeah, there's some really great violin, uh, and the guitar tone is nice. It's like it, it's sort of timeless, you know, but it's a little bit modern too. Uh, if you can be both of those things, um, it just feels it's nice. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel like of a place. It just feels like rock and roll guitar tones. It's cool especially when it's clean before it gets crunchy with the, uh, trumpets and the trumpet. I love the drums and the trumpet almost make it like a little ska break in the middle of the song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a little, uh, da. yeah.
0: Yeah. And there's like some, I think those trumpet parts are like some callbacks to the easy money melody.
1: Oh, interesting. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man, it's good. Max is just wearing it out on the snare drum. The pianos are like really low in the mix, but they're just like sort of like building a wall, you know, to hold the whole thing up with. And, yeah, it's huge. Guitar hits with that really sweet violin in the background. This is a, this is great. It's,
1: it's the violin is really good.
0: Oh yeah, it just makes it. The violin makes it epic. You know, it's like a, it's almost like a, um, it's like a dropkick Murphy song before the violin comes in. Even though they have violin too, but it's just sort of like a raucous rock, rock song. But the violin makes like adds some like like longing and some like nostalgia. So it's not just a challenge. You know, it's not just like we're gonna kick your teeth then. It's like, uh, it's like, we're going to kick your teeth in because you're opposing the thing that we think makes us who we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's got yeah. that, the way he sings it is great. You can just hear him like having his chin jutted out underneath this, <laughs> you know, underneath his teeth. Like delivering these lines with a soul patch.
1: Oh, this is, yeah, the, the, the vocal tone here is very like <laughs> stereotypical Bruce Springsteen in the swamps of Jersey. Like he's, he's. Yeah. He's doing an impression of himself almost in this song. It's so it's so Oh, absolutely!
0: Him. This is him doing whip my hair on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, it's <laughs> whip my hair back and forth. Whip your hair. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was so good. Love the melody.
1: Yeah, it's good. Is is there anything musically? Is there anything else, or do you
0: want to move into lyrics? Uh, yeah. There's some like chimes that come in. Oh, right, <laughs> right. Are, like, Along with the violin that are really sweet. That's the only other thing I missed the first time around, I think.
1: Well and you you it's you mentioned pandemic. You've mentioned before that you've done some like solo acoustic like gigs and, yeah, you, oh, and you've
0: covered this. Absolutely whipped this song out. I tell I'll I'll be playing a fun set and I'll look at everybody and be like, everybody listen up. <laughs> <laughs> this is important.
1: <laughs> That's really funny. You got a little spiel. Uh,
0: yeah, it doesn't matter who you are or if you agree with me or not. We are we. (laughs) And you can't tear us apart. And Mr. Springsteen has something to say about it. So shut up and listen. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I've definitely given some lectures before playing a Springsteen cover. Specifically, if I do anything off this album, I do this one and I do We Take Care of Our Own any chance I get.
1: How hard is it to do this song just you and an acoustic?
0: There's a lot of... I've done it with a full band more, but it's just like... There's so, a lot of weird melody stuff that I forget. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, because I'm just like just like slamming the guitar, you know, just like you know, and I'm like going through it, and there's just like some weird, like that line to "If you got the guts, Mister, if you got the balls," like the the places that you sing in that line are weird, uh, and that always messes me up. It's kind of hard. <laughs> it's not a hard song, but like it's just kind of hard for me to play it.
1: I get well, and like rhythmically, it's kind of different, right? Like it doesn't. Um,
0: yeah, da da dum da 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 So yeah, the I guess the rhythm and the melody kinda clash a little bit. But, I mean yeah. it's not as hard as like some other songs, it's just for me, like for whatever reason. I can see that. I love playing it. I, I don't let that I don't yeah, I don't let that stop me.
1: Well let's um, Yeah, definitely
0: like skip some skip some verses before though. She's been like, ah, we're gonna do this first one again. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Artistic I know license. where everything goes in that one. Yeah. <laughs> But I always do the bridge. Well, absolutely.
1: Well, uh, you right. wanna you wanna do the lyric? It's very fortuitous that this is on your lyric day. Yeah, I,
0: you know, the day that I decided that we we're gonna institute this back and forth, I had already planned this out. Good. <laughs> Three years ago. Well done. Well <laughs> I planned that far ahead. That
1: took some serious force. Fourth- uh, all right, here we go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I did. First verse. I was raised. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I was raised out out of steel here in the swamps of Jersey some misty years ago. Through the mud and the beer and the and the blood and the cheers, I've seen champions come and go. So if you've got the guts, Mister, yeah. If you've got the balls, if you think it's your time, then step to the line and bring on your wrecking ball. Which is very
1: football. Uh, like, like clearly, this is about like the original version of this is is about the the New York Giants. You know, like it's it's clearly about football. But I love that Bruce is able to take something. And make it about more than just the thing that it's about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the whole idea of, I've seen champions come and go. If you think, um, if you think it's your time, then step to the line and bring on your wrecking ball. So, like, yeah. I mean, we're talking about a football game. Like This, this is a great football game song. But at the same time, it's about, like, adversity. And it's about, like, facing the thing that's
0: challenging you. You know, and just
1: fearlessly standing in or staring directly into the thing that wants to crush you.
0: I love that. Also, it's about like standing in the face of adversity. And it's about New Jersey's football team, which is named New York. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I love that. It's like uh, because that's already like baked into like being a, a Giants fan. Like, yeah, I'm from Jersey. I'm a Giants fan. They're in Jersey, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's a terrible Jersey accent. <laughs> it wasn't a, great. Uh, that's all right. In seventh grade, who, uh, who was from New Jersey. And I remember her explaining, the first time I found out that they weren't, like, the New York Giants were from New Jersey. <laughs> Which I don't think I realized at the time that they were across the street from each other. I was just like, what? They can't be called the New York Giants if they're from New Jersey. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh,
0: she was like, yeah, that's who we root for. That's why I'm a Giants fan and why Springsteen's a Giants fan. I was like, oh.
1: <laughs> yeah and i've been there it's uh it's I, I i can imagine it's not super easy to find enough real estate to build something that big in new york city proper so
0: for sure yeah, yeah.
1: all right but so uh you want to do the ne- uh, the next part
0: yeah absolutely uh did i do the chorus bring on your wrecking ball oh no come you did not take your best shot let's see what you've got bring on your wrecking ball mm-hmm. that is a great come on Bring on your wrecking ball. Come on and take your best shot. Let's see what you've got. Bring on your wrecking ball. Like, that's just a really good, that flows. That's a chorus. You know, that's nice. It's not profound. That's a good chorus, though. That's a good yeah. copy. It's exactly the chorus that a song like this needs to be. This is, oh, a, absolutely. This is
1: a pump you up, like, face your fears kind of song.
0: Yeah, chant along. You know, this is like a pre-soccer match. This is what all the fans are singing. <laughs>
1: yeah, totally.
0: Now, my home's here in these meadowlands where mosquitoes grow big as airplanes. Here where the blood is spilled, the arena is filled, and the Giants played their games. Which is great because, you know, some real Giants played there and also the team the Giants played there. Yeah, it's good. So it can be uppercase, lowercase. It's fun. It's fun. So raise up your glasses and let me hear your voices call because tonight all the dead are here. So bring on your wrecking ball. Tonight
1: all the dead are here. So bring on your
0: wrecking ball. Right. Like, you want to tear this thing down? Well, like, yeah, you know, half the people who played here are dead now. And they'll never be forgotten. So don't even act like you're going to get rid of this place.
1: And the notion that the thing that we're doing is so much bigger than just us, you know, like, yeah, you know, you're, you're not just facing a thing. You're, you are joining in a long line of people who also face the thing.
0: Yeah. I kind of love that. Like the majority of the people there are ghosts in this sort of like scene. Yeah. And so when someone goes with the wrecking ball, they're like, Oh, you're going to kill it. Joke's on you. Most of us are already dead. That's right. And we're still here. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool. That's, I don't know. That's the first time I thought about that. Um, that's great. That's that's my uh, new favorite Pixar movie when they make that one. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> just like Coco 2, New Jersey. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah. If Co- um, Coco 2 is set in New and Jersey and, it's, it, and, and it's, it's people trying to cross the uh, – like get,
0: get through the Lincoln Tunnel – <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yes the lincoln tunnel that's never easy is it no that billboard has got to cost so much money <laughs> you know what i'm talking about that one right there on the left the one right there. the lincoln tunnel trying to... all right sorry yeah. um i'm saying that like we drive past it every day <laughs> i have actually
1: never gone through the lincoln tunnel i oh, the, o- for the, real? the only times i've ever been in new jersey i flew into newark airport like i've, I've never you know, when I yeah. go to New York, I fly into uh, JFK. When I go to New Jersey, I fly into N- Newark. So, like, I've never, I've never actually had to cross over.
0: I, I can't imagine a situation where I fly to Newark and I don't go to New Jersey. I mean, I don't go to New York.
1: It's the situation where you have 24 hours and you're trying to make it to a Springsteen concert.
0: I still don't understand you know what i mean like i would go i feel like i would go to new york like i would just i am very drawn to it
1: look i had time for just a couple of things and what i did was i rented a car and i went to bruce's hometown and i went to asbury park i saw the stone pony i walked up the boardwalk and saw where madame marie used to be then i drove back up to the meadowlands and i saw the show that's what i did all right yeah
0: but i would have like stuck dinner at cuba in uh manhattan in there because oh not my gosh have, i think about that every day did not have that kind of time uh yeah you don't because the lincoln tunnel man it's hell <laughs> I every time right and that's a callback um <laughs> yeah right, it, it yeah, took yeah, so less real-
1: time for me to drive from new york to asbury park and back than it would have taken me to go like probably the like a mile <laughs> to yeah. like into new york but anyway yeah, man.
0: yeah. All right, uh, bring on your record ball. Come on, take your best shot. Let's see what you got. Bring on your record ball. One, two, three, four. Hey. So, One, then, you two, know, there's three, a big four. break. It's great. Bada da da da! Trumpet. Yeah. Uh, man, the trumpets are awesome. I'm super, like, they're not too brassy. There's some big brassy hits uh, with the drums, like the snare and the cymbals, but the sort of the trumpet melody is, is so um, smooth. It's just not brassy at all. And then it just gets so big in that big break. All right. So, yeah, then after that, yeah, we know what comes for tomorrow. None of this will be here. So hold tight on so hold on hold tight on your anger. You hold tight on your anger. Hold tight on your anger and don't fall to your fears. Now when all these steal and stories they drift away to rust, and all our youth and beauty, it's been given to the dust. Whew, what a line. It's good. When the game has been decided and we're burning down the clock, and all our little victories and glories have turned into parking lots. Whew. Uh, when your best hopes and desires are just scattered through the wind. And hard times come and hard times go and hard times come and hard times go. Yeah, just to come again. Bring on your wrecking ball. Man, we go on a journey of bridges there.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, this song is so good.
1: <laughs> well, and I mean, if if Bruce Springsteen calls you and, a, and says, hey, since you're tearing down this venue, I'm going to write a song. About like how much this this venue means to the city. Like, okay, that sounds great. And then he shows up with this, like, oh my god, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: like this is this is incredible for what? Because again,
0: this is about the Meadowlands, and this is about America, and this is about you, and this is about me. It's about the human spirit. Yeah. And this is the story that we live out every day. That's right. Is that the hard times come and the hard times go and the hard times come and the hard times go? Yeah, just to come again. But even still, just bring on your wrecking ball. Everybody who wakes up every morning and says, I'm going to live today, they're saying, bring on your wrecking ball. Come on, Gravity. See if you can crush me one more time. Uh, and that's super beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's a powerful. It's a good. this song's about. It's a good pump up song. It's, it's one of those songs that really it, it really speaks to like who who among us hasn't like felt <laughs> just like I, just, I don't know that I've got it in me. To, in fact, it's funny, I was just having a conversation with somebody the other day and I was telling them like lately when I when I start my day, I feel like my laptop at sixty percent. You know, like some like you, you get a new laptop and it takes like all day long for the thing to for the battery to drain, but then after you've had it for a couple of years, it's like ten in the morning yeah. and it's already down to like sixty percent. I was like, I, that's how I feel. I feel like I'm on my laptop down to sixty percent before eleven in the morning. And this That's this one song, of the most
0: profound things you've ever said, and I don't and I I think that you've said some pretty profound things. Hey,
1: thanks, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great. that's awesome. Well, I'm saying you. that tomorrow, no matter how I feel, I'm gonna be like, you know, just kind of feel like I opened my computer up this morning and it was already at sixty <laughs> percent.
1: Yeah, man. That's a that's a 21st century uh, metaphor if ever there was one. But uh, that sure is. <laughs> but like, I every once in a while you just need like an inj- injection of hope and spirit and adrenaline and like someone to just kind of come alongside you and say like man you can do this you're like the thing that you're a part of is so much bigger than the thing that's trying to stop you you know and
0: yeah come and, on little buddy
1: yeah tell it bring on your wrecking ball what let, what what you got let's let's see what we can do here and um man i love that i i just the endurance of the song and the the and well, and also like framing it inside the album. Like the album is, because again, like it was originally written contextually to like celebrate the end of the giant stadium, but like you put it in the middle of this album, also like the title song of the album, Wrecking Ball. So, like a lot of the, the song, the album is about despair and like the futility of trying to fight against a system that is just so much more powerful. Like thinking about like Shackles and Drawn and Death to My Hometown and like um, Jack of All Trades. It's just, like how much bigger the problems are than like the strength that any of us individually has to face it. And then right in the middle of the album, like this song is like, it's the middle of the whole freaking album. And it's almost like he's giving all these characters a pep talk. You know what I mean? Like, like he's, it's like he sat, imagine a stage musical in which a character sits and listens to someone come in and sing shackled and drawn. And then another character come in and sing jack of all trades. And then another character come in and sing death to my hometown. And, and this depression and just like all, all these things, and then it's almost like this guy gets up, like coach Taylor before the state finals, and you know what I mean, and it's like, how about this how about how about we go out there and we pretend like we're bigger than the thing that we're facing? you know how about just just Texas for a minute forever
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, sorry. yeah
1: how yeah, how about just for a minute we we give ourselves the benefit of the doubt and tell ourselves that we we have it in us to get through today. And we we can we can be bigger than the thing that's trying to crush us. So tell it to take its are best you a, shot.
0: What are you a Friday Night Lights guy? I love Friday Night Lights, my friend. I didn't think you would love that. I guess you know. I guess it makes sense. Because it's not about football. It's about the
1: human spirit. It's the Bruce yeah. Springsteen of TV shows.
0: For a guy who's from you know Oklahoma and hates hates uh, football.
1: Oh, I hate football. But listen, I. <laughs> yeah. The, but, but I grew up in a football town, and as much as, as much as I don't like football, man, I can totally relate to every single thing that happens in that show from the perspective of what it means yeah, to be in a football town. So, yeah.
0: I do not love football either, but I've only ever lived in football towns.
1: Yeah, me too. But yeah, man, so uh, bring on your wrecking ball. I, 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 I love the, just the gumption of the whole thing.
0: Dude, yes, gumption. That's the word for it.
1: Yeah. And for a guy who's like got a new baby, which can be a lot – that can be hard, you know, and sleepless nights and another sibling and like working all day, I can imagine it would be easy for to feel like your laptop's at 60%. But let me tell you something, JB.
0: <laughs> Preach to me, brother. You can do this. Testify.
1: You, you, you look that baby in the eye and you say bring on your wrecking ball if you've got the balls. Bring on your wrecking ball. You, you little three-week-old baby.
0: yeah right
1: (laughs) anyway what is this song i mean this is like your favorite song what does this song mean to you what does this song say i mean what what do you hear
0: i feel like I, i already poured myself out man it's it's about living life like it's about getting up every day yeah and saying i'm gonna do it again like and it's also about this i people always talk about um read this book right now by this guy who's like i don't know i heard him he's supposed to be a really great author and it's about how great america is and it's, it's sort of like all it's picking all the wrong reasons for me but it's like it doesn't matter because no one person's going to tear us apart you know what i mean like the the arc of this country is that we have not gotten everything right but just try to get something right something else right and like do the right good thing and we every day are told that we're doing something wrong but it's like the whole spirit of it is that we're supposed to keep getting better right yeah it's to like not have like this and it's buck the status quo is the status is supposed to be sort of the spirit of the status quo um and that's what this is, is like oh okay so you're telling me that there's like some one person you know it's always like somebody's like oh if he's president then you know it's like this is way bigger than one president you know like let's not let it happen too often in a row but this is way bigger like we we the arc has proven that that we have never been right but we've always been trying to be a little more right than we were yesterday and that's what this is about like nothing's gonna knock this thing down nothing nothing as flimsy as your wrecking ball is gonna knock this thing down it's a little bit bigger than that yeah man i dig it
1: yeah man well, how many mosquitoes big as airplanes do you give this song?
0: Five. Yeah, I figured. I'm and a four. I'd give it 15 if I could. Uh, yeah, that's fine. You can be a four. I've been afraid be to tell you that you, for over a year five. now, JB. I've been dreading this moment. Have. I know you have. You slipped it in there so fast. You are like, maybe he's going to revel in just, the five long enough. I'm a four. But I can say it I'm real a quick, four. you don't even have to know about it. I'll just, I'm a four.
1: But I, I like it. It's a good song. It's a it's a it's a powerful it's a song. song. It's a meaningful song. It's it's a big song, and I do dig it. Is this in your top ten? If, if in your Bruce Springsteen all time favorite top ten?
0: Mm, I don't know. I think I put like "We Take Care of Our Own" up higher than I do this one. I mean, what a song, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's something we're gonna have to do at the end of this whole thing. Is we're gonna have to go back through and do our top tens.
0: So we'll see. We'll see, man. I'm what if we put out now. trash lists?
1: We won't. We're better than. Vulture.com.
0: What if if our lists are like, you know,
1: and what if our lists are like what?
0: Speaking of panned, Paste gave, I said, what if our lists are like universally panned by all people who rate things? (laughs) (laughs) This list is a two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) What were you about to say about Paste? Paste gave this album like a 5.9. Out of 10? Yeah.
1: Man, whatever. Paste is a...
0: (laughs) Paste failed. Who who cares about paste? (laughs) Yeah. I understand why paste magazine gave this a six, you know, like
1: paste magazine turned out to be a lot
0: more conservative than I ever expected it to be. Really?
1: Yeah. They've got a couple of writers on there that were like Trump apologists a couple of years ago. And I was like, this is kind of the opposite of Rolling Stone. Like you can't be a rock and roll magazine and be like, I kind of get what the Republican party's into, you know, like,
0: I don't think so. Yeah, and Pace is always like, this has too much just regular, tough guy guitar distortion on it. Um, just like, it's too much of just a regular rock song. It's not obscure enough in tonal quality. Whatever. For us Pace to likes, rate me higher. Yeah. Pace just like Sufjan Which Stevens. Which I get. Like, I'm very much like that, and I love Sufjan Stevens, but also this is way more than a six.
1: Well, Rolling Stone magazine gave it a seven out of five, so it's a... <laughs>
0: Which, which is the, the lowest third lowest rating, rating, rating ever given Rolling Bruce, Stone magazine ever gave a Bruce Springsteen album. Yeah, the what? lowest rating they've ever given to Bruce is four point nine.
1: I think that's right, actually. Was that human touch?
0: Uh no, they gave uh they gave Western Stars like a four and a half, I think. And Scarlet. all the headlines were super funny is like Rolling Stone pans Bruce Springsteen album. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling Stone drags Bruce
1: Springsteen. <laughs> I love that I mean basically Rolling, if Rolling Stone magazine had its own currency, Bruce Springsteen would be on the one dollar bill. Like it, it's they, they, the only the only artists that they love more than Bruce Springsteen are Bob Dylan and John Lennon. Like that's, um, I think
0: no, nah, I think Tom Petty would be the one. Bruce would be like Bruce would be the Bruce would be the twenty because it's like the most used big bill, and like Bob Dylan would be the hundred or whatever.
1: Well, no, I mean think, thinking about like. George Washington is on the actual one. John Lennon would dollar
0: bill. be the $1000 bill.
1: John L- I think John Lennon would be on the one because John Lennon is the George Washington of Rolling Stone magazine. He was on the first cover. Um he was like
0: All right, yeah, yeah, I totally buy that. You know.
1: I say that wait, was I think Bob Dylan might have been on the first cover. I can't remember.
0: Captain Captain Beefheart's the two.
1: Captain Beefheart definitely is the two. For sure,
0: That's right. I I feel strongly about that, and I've never had that thought before. If someone were to pose me about that, I would fight him for a while. <laughs>
1: Dude, I've been listening to Captain Beefheart lately. Like, I I found I found a trout fish mask uh or trap trout mask re- oh replica gosh. at a at a UCD store, and Text I got you it. About that. It uh, yeah, I I posted it I think somewhere on like Twitter or something. But I uh, it's weird as hell, man. It is so, it is such a strange record um yeah but, dude but i i say that like you if you listen to it you can totally hear like a lot of what tom waits became was definitely influenced on that i was by just the-
0: thinking like i want to hear tom waits doing <laughs> captain b fart covers
1: it's basically like rain dogs <laughs> if, you, if you go listen to captain b fart and then you listen to rain dogs you're like oh wow like tom waits is borrow. i mean tom waits is a lot more like melodic and like he takes like the balladeer thing that he was sort of known for before that and he just like says like what if what if I took all of those like really like soulful ballads that I write and just like m- like threw it in a blender with a bunch of Captain Beefheart? What would you get? You get rain dogs. That's exactly what yeah. you would get. So um, anyway, yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm I'm glad Captain Beefheart exists, but it's not something I just like throw on for fun. Um. Anyway, that's I, we're we're far we've we've run far away from Wrecking Ball. I think we're done. But um, Wrecking Ball, we did it, JB.
0: We did it. Great song.
1: And now we have nine episodes left We sure do i'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep doing the countdown until we're done uh the, the our next episode the next one uh, on the list is going to be wrong side of the street from the promise which
0: so... just a little preview so you, so you stick around for that one
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't think about wrong side of the street much, but I just had like my playlist for the next nine songs going in the background uh yesterday, and I was uh working on something else <laughs> And you may have to bleep this, but I just literally said out loud, "Shit, that guitar solo is good." Well, now <laughs> we just, just giving it away. Myself.
1: We have no reason to come back. No, and talk I'm more not about saying
0: it. like you have the rating of the song. I'm just saying this is a cool song. So y'all that you probably don't think about ever. So
1: I think it would have been a lot funnier if you'd have been like, "Okay, I don't want to spoil anything, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think about wrong Side of the Street' very much." And then nothing. <laughs> and then that's that's that that's the whole statement. <laughs>
0: I was like is see you about to go do my whole spiel again and then no. nope that was it <laughs> literally the
1: only thing you you would have said was I don't think about wrong side of the street very much
0: I uh, uh you can you can cut it that way if you if you so feel
1: no it's it's better this way um it's look we're all about authenticity over here Bruce Springsteen sings the alphabet at least we I are really for, did for like, the next nine was, episodes what? Just,
0: I, I was just writing an email, and then I was just like, shit, that's a good guitar solo. It is a good guitar solo. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, man, now I'm doing it. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> and we'll be back in your feed.
0: Oh,
1: man. we'll be back in your feed next time with Wrong Side of the Street.
0: <laughs> was that too much? I would say it's
1: not enough.